Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Good, dude. Feel great. Feeling great. Leaving Sin City. Leaving Las Vegas. How much chips you got in your pockets, Kyle? Zero dollars. Zero. How we do last night playing... We well, I tried to Norm McDonald. And? And it failed. Failed. I went up. The cheapest craps table, we, well, the, and the only craps table we found was a $50 minimum. We lost I, all our money immediately. I gave them I gave him 60 bucks because I, I thought I could bet $10. <laughs> you know? And he gives me back two 25s and two 10s. I'm like, okay. I put down a 25. He, like, taps the fucking thing. Because it has to be 50. Okay, 50 bucks it is. <laughs> I win the first one immediately. It's craps. It, it, that, by the way, that was the fastest game of craps I've ever played in my life. They should change the name to shit because it was shit. It, we lost immediately. It was not as fun. That's not what happened. Time. Well, we won once or no, twice. No, I won, I won the first one. So I bet the pass line. He rolls a seven. I win. I bet the pass line. He rolls an 11. I win. I'm like, fuck this is. I'm going to Norm McDonald this. I double my bet. He rolls a nine. Right? That's the point. Yeah. Now we need to roll a nine again. He rolls an 11. We lose. We were out of money. He goes again. He rolls a 12. We lose. I'm like, oh, okay. That's all of it. It was literally three minutes. That's Four Vegas, bats baby. of craps. We did get some pretty good hot dogs, though. That was something that mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed. We've been eating a lot on this trip, eh, Kyle? What? We've been eating a lot. We've been eating a lot. Yeah. We went to the Mongolian barbecue the other day. Oh, like a lot of different experiences. Yeah. I'd be like, I think we have to eat, dude. I don't think we've been eating that much really no no no. we've been eating out at good shit yeah we had mongolian barbecue thanks to uh your generous yeah shout out generous brother-in-law and sister baby kez my new the newest member of uh the campbell family houston very cute baby best baby i've ever seen my sister took fucking jonah's name what do you think about taking people's names kyle i think it's unbelievably disrespectful when women don't take the man's name and it'll never work out that's what i think yeah well, that's what happened to me. <laughs> I don't think, I don't if, really if, care. If, if a woman doesn't want, it's not about forcing her to do it. Yeah. If she doesn't desperately want to take your last name. See, I'm, I don't see want, I don't want you to think that I'm making this about you because I'm not. Yeah. Because I didn't even realize that until you just said it. But I, I don't think she loves you that much. That's personally what I think. I think women get obsessed with their boyfriends and they kind of... They, they want everything to do with them. I've never met a happy marriage where the m- woman didn't take the last. It just seemed like a huge hassle. It would have to be like all, you have to get all your IDs changed and all your everythings. Yeah, the fact that that mi- minimal amount of effort stopped you was probably not a good sign. Yeah, all the signs are bad in retrospect. But that's But like I he- said, I wasn't making that about you. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. Uh... Fucking what do you think about that in retrospect? I'm just curious. Um, just the name thing. The name thing? Well, it's a total non-issue to me, and I don't care about anything like that. Yeah. It probably is a red flag. I, I mean... Did you guys talk about it? I'm curious. Yeah, we talked Maybe. about it, and I was just like... Oh, you I did? Don't, I don't or give a shit at all. And, and she says, like, yeah, it's kind of a big hassle. And I was like, yeah, fine. That's so weird. And uh, I thought maybe about taking her name as a troll, because that would just... My dad would lose it, you know? And, uh, Dude, that's the most simp thing of all time. But who gives a fuck? Like, honestly, who cares? And then, 
Campbell is also like the most boring white person. Na- like my mom's maiden name is Smith. So Smith and Campbell, I'm just fucking mayonnaise white bread, dude. It's yeah. So like home. God made the most of you guys. <laughs> made made more of you guys than everyone else. Campbells and Smiths. So you were gonna be a, a Caleb Holm? No, I was never. That was just that a fucking, fucking sucks. At least you had. I do like the alliteration, alliteration of yeah. Caleb Campbell. And if I did have a kid, I would name him Caius, which I think is a great name. Caius. Because of the band. No, what band? There's a band named Caius. No, it's I've never heard of that band. After Caius Julius Caesar. No idea why. But. I'd name all my sons after conquerors. So you'd have like Temujin, Caius, <laughs> Alexander. Genghis. Uh, Temujin is Genghis. That's his real name. What do you mean? Temujin was Genghis's name before he changed it to Genghis. Really? Does Genghis mean something then? Genghis. Genghis uh, uh, Khan? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about that. Um, highlights, Kyle. What happened since we last talked? Well, let's go in order. Okay. Well, that's the only way I can remember shit. So I'm trying to ask you to not. I'm. I'm trying to break the fucking mold here, Kyle, and you're not helping at all. Dude, we talked. To, we. How about you, me? If, if you listen to our Patreon, getting us into the club. Oh yeah, we got for free last night. We and you had zero faith. Zero faith. Every fucking step of the way. Every time we had to go through somebody, there. You were like, we're not going to get in. You said that over and over. We're not going to get in. We're, there was massive lines that we were skipping. I we felt skipped like everything. Cele- I felt like a celebrity. Dude, I hooked us up. How did you even do that? You were telling me yesterday, but I was too drunk to listen. So there's uh, there's promoters in Vegas that get paid to bring people to clubs. And uh, so they get they get money. Well, they have a quota, right? They get paid, but they have a quota of people that they have to get in. They're supposed to find cool people that are going to rich people that are going to spend money. Either good-looking people or people with money, and they're supposed to give them free tickets. So how do we fall through the cracks, Kyle? Well, we're beautiful, dude. (laughs) A couple of beautiful, broke pieces of shit. How much energy do you think this solar farm is generating right now? We're driving through the fucking desert, the Mojave Desert. I'm going to say about 30 tablets worth. And there is solar panels on both sides of the highway for fucking miles. This is one of the few places where that actually works. I don't know. Yeah, because they're as long. You got to go to a place where it's not really overcast and it's hot as fuck. So here we are. Here we are in the desert. Yeah, we got into the club. The club wasn't that cool. It was cool. It was okay. What it are was, you talking about? It was too crowded. You couldn't dance at all, and everyone was very pretentious. I had way more fun at Buffalo, fucking dancing my face off the other night. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> they had some cool shit though. They had uh, those fog machines that would just blast you. Did we from- talk about Buffalo yet? Dude, that's a way better story. Okay, fucking... Oh, yeah, th- that was sweet. The fog machines were awesome. What? No. Yeah. What, okay. Kyle? Nothing. <laughs> they... What was that? Fucking CO2? Dude, it was pure nitrous. It was dope. We we're high as fuck. It was dope. They just blast the whole audience when you... So, yeah, Vegas overrated nightclub. Too much, too much people. Couldn't dance at all. They had, a, they had a confetti gun. Yeah. That was pretty dope. All right. Those things were dope. I just had, compared to the other time, we went to this tiny little bar in Slow on Thursday, and it happened to be last night of exams. Coolest town so far, I think. It happened. I, it wasn't last night of exams. It was just like uh, one of the comics said it was two weeks left. So, like, people were ending their 
Some people were done exams. Some people weren't. It was right? fucking crowded. All the bars had lineups down the street. On a Thursday. On a Thursday night. And we just picked some random bar. We were trying to go to the bar at, exactly next to it, which was way bigger. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't really know where we were going, but... Anyways, we go into this bar. There was no line when we got there. Within about 30 minutes, it's like shoulder to shoulder packed. And there's some DJ playing. And Sounds a lot like the bar last night. Except no dance circle formed around me. I start dancing, right? Yeah. And, and these I know what you liked about it. Hot girls uh, kind of like. Which get, was all of them. Get a load of this guy, right? And they're kind of. No, think, at first, I was watching it from a distance. I could tell you exactly how it went. So Caleb is a. You dance like you're blackout drunk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even when you're not. Dude, the true drunk to dance dance is part. It's one of the moves when I, you're stumbling around and then you fucking. You do act, it a lot though. Yeah, you get coordinated. You do it a lot. Well, because people think you're drunk and then all of a sudden you ab, you bust out into like actual coordinated dance moves. So, that's what happened. So I'm watching people. He's dancing like a fucking. He's doing the drunken master. I'm and all these around. girls start pulling out their phones and recording him. And, and then he just fucking. I don't know how you ended up on the ground. I don't know how you did that. It was on purpose. Yeah. I know that. It's a pratfall. You just fall backwards. You, and you then pratfall. Kick, and then you up. kick back up, and people lost their fucking <laughs> mind. <laughs> it was amazing. People lost it. They started out pulling their phones mocking you <laughs> because you looked hammered. Yeah. that's the. And then within about 10 to 15 seconds, everyone's like, oh, shit. Higher than a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty fucking dope. I was dancing with very hot girls. And I, have then a, I, I, have a, I have a small clip of it I guess I can throw on the... We're, we're, we're putting up a couple things on the Instagram. I tagged here us and there. in Sin City. So I'll, I'll, put this, I'll put this clip up on the Insta in the story. So we got to get to it soon. So I was dancing with hot girls, but then I kept dancing for like an hour and a half. And I had a great time. And there were certain people that were d down to dance. But then I was the sweatiest guy in San Luis Obispo. One girl gave me a hug and said, Ew. You're drenched. And I was <laughs> And you're like, it's not illegal. It's not illegal to be drenched. Uh, that was fun as hell. Fucking miss In-N-Out Burger by half an hour. On the way back. I would say that's my funnest night of the trip so far. Yeah. Pure accident, too. We just had to go to the gym. We were there uh, to uh, hit the fucking weights. Oh, yeah. We went to the gym. Oh, yeah. I left my card. Went to the gym. We... Dude, uh, I'm out of the streak. contest. I feel like I should admit that Kyle won the fucking. Uh, I don't think we ever said there was a master. contest. Well, we both agreed to go who see could go the longest. Kyle we has more self control control than me. My balls hurt. He's oh, Kyle, you still haven't. Actually, my balls hurt. That's yeah, crazy. Well, I didn't jerk off when we were in the same hotel room. If that's what you're wondering, I did. <laughs> Last night? <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you, Kyle. Are you? Check your shorts. Yeah, I jerked off over you on on. To, I stood over your bed, and while you were dreaming, and I whispered things yeah. to coax. Did you not? You don't remember that? Nope. Oh, well, it was really hot for me. Well, that's good. Fucking, this looks exactly like Israel. I've been there. This looks exactly like. I guess all deserts kind of look the same, hey? Just I don't know. I was expecting less rocks. mountains. We're going to get to uh, no mountains soon, though, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything. We're heading to Phoenix, Arizona tonight. We're going to do an open mic there. Camp, maybe 
in the city? Are we going to hit the city camp? Or are we going to camp out in the uh, Black Lives Matter land park? Always out in Black Lives Matter. It's always better. You wake up and you can just relax. I don't want to... So, yeah, I don't know anything about Phoenix. It's probably going to suck. It's probably going to be hot. Is weed illegal there? That's the question. Yeah, you became quite the fucking pothead. No, what do you mean? I just fucking bought some edibles. That's it. Kyle's been high the whole trip. Why? I'm not mad. <laughs> Dude, how much walking did we do yesterday? Vegas? The problem with like Vegas three hours. is everything looks like it's right across the street. Because the signs are huge. Yeah, and then also to get to it, you got to go all the way around every single time. There's walk, yeah, and you get lost very simp- very easily. Well, uh, we watched the fuck it. We watched the first game of the Stanley Cup Finals. We go. We can't. From the square. Yeah. And then we went to a casino that was supposed to have this giant screen. They did, but you know what? I remembered it giant when I was there 10 years ago. It's the same screen. It's the same screen. It's an old low-res 4x3. It's like a giant tube TV Vegas, up on the wall Vegas. in the Bellagio. They didn't update anything. Yeah, I we, can't fucking believe the Bellagio. That was like the nicest hotel to me. That, that and like Caesars Palace. I might be just trash. I could be trash. But that was, those are the nicest hotels when I was here when I was 21, which I guess is over 10 years ago. God damn, it's 14 years ago? Yeah. Were, were they new then? Uh, yeah. I don't know if they were brand new, but they looked, they looked, it was cool. Now they're 15 years old. Dude, Vegas 15 fans years old fucking TV. suck. I, basically, everyone I saw in Vegas gear, I was like, go Knights. And nobody acknowledged me. Only two people. Dude, cheered. it's just you. You think it's me? On the walk back, I did it twice to prove a point, and they both did. Well. You don't remember that? Shoot crap. On the walk back from the club? All I remember about the walk back to the club was my feet hurt like crap, and I wanted pizza, and there was no pizza, and I fell asleep. But you did get to eat a hot dog when you got back, so. Those hot dogs were amazing. We went to Dirty Dog Hot Dogs. Pretty pretty good highlight, actually. Pretty not bad anyways. Uh, anything else, Kyle? Anything else we missed? Do you remember what we read about last week? Nope. We're turning to uh, the last. Is that a hotel right there? It looks In the like middle it. Of fucking nowhere. I mean, it's Nevada is a weird place. There's like around Vegas. There's all these little attractions that must have been there way before cell phones were ex- existed. You know. What do you mean, like that fucking weird roller coaster? Yeah, that just that little town. It just had. A bunch of fucking casino, oh, like little casinos, and I just bumped shit with the Bible. I got the mixer on my lap and the Bible in my hand. It's really kind of a lot. I think we're, to, I think we're okay. To hold the mics, okay. Here we go. Do you remember what we read about last week, Kyle? You asked me that already. I know, but do you remember? I answered you no. We read about the eight-year-old King Josiah. Remember, his father did more evil than anyone else ever in the history of time yeah but it was it was fine though right? and he burned his kid yeah but then he said sorry but then he said sorry so god is like all right you're, we cool <clears throat> so then uh they plotted against king king so then ammon was Massinet's son he lived two years he was assassinated and they made an eight-year-old king uh which obviously means there there was like some sort of uh i don't know it says a conspiracy to assassinate the king so you have to think that Josiah wasn't really in charge for a while, but as soon as he becomes in charge, he starts doing all this stuff for God. And, uh, yeah, there, I was told I was going to be like a Josiah when I grew up, when I was in church. Why? 
because I was a young leader and I was going to do great things. That, that God was, damn, that was, told to, that was told to me over and should, over and over should again. Shouldn't your mom have been able to prophesize this? Yeah, they did, they did, in fact, prophesy that I would be a great leader and speaker. What do they say to that now? Uh, I bring it up all the time, and they always just go, it's not too late. It's that kind of a thing. Oh, it's like, you're they're, not you're not dead yet. They're never wrong. And then you're like, oh, really? Yeah. I can end this argument right now. <laughs> they're never wrong until, like, there's always a chance for them to be right in their heads. It's very annoying. There's always redemption in the eyes of the Lord. So in the eight year, so Josiah, we read a little bit last time. So Josiah was eight years old when he became king. Um, in the 18th year of Josiah, we're skipping ahead to verse eight now, because that's where we left off last week. Uh... In the 18th year of Josiah's reign, to purify the land of the temple, he sent Shaphan, son of Azelia, and Messiah, the ruler of the city, with Joah. Where's the Grand Canyon? The son of... I don't know. We should probably check it out. I mean... It's in Arizona. Just said on the side. Should I pa- I'll pause and check. No, you don't have to pause it right now. Well, we're, we're driving... We're going... By the time this is over, we're going to have missed it. You think so? Yeah. It would be on the other side. It's on... I don't know which side of Vegas it's on. I'm pausing this I'll look shit. it up. Go ahead. Okay. We're probably not going to go if it's out of the way. So, in the 18th year of Josiah's reign, he sent this guy to purify the temple. <clears throat> With Joah, son of Joah, has the recorded to repair the temple of the Lord his God. They went to Hilkiah, the high priest, and gave him the money that they that had been brought into the temple of the Lord, which the, who the Levites were the doorkeepers collected from the people of Massonet, Ephraim, and the entire remnant of Israel, and all the people of Judah and Benjamin inhabitants of Israel. So people were paying admission to get to the temple, much like Vegas. Uh, they entrusted it to the men appointed. Oh, shit. What was that? Well, it didn't pop our tire. What'd you just run over? It was like a shard of metal or something. <clears throat> That's not good. Uh, <laughs> this fucking truck had a leaky gas tank. We tried to fix it with uh, epoxy, but we didn't uh, empty the gas tank first, and we didn't mix the epoxy properly, so it leaked everywhere, all over the road, and then we had to fix it. Isn't that an interesting story, Kyle? Yeah, well, the way you tell it, it's fucking... <laughs> I, I'm at the edge of my seat. Then they entrusted to it... So that's, that's the money they're, tr- they're talking about. They entrusted it to the men appointed to supervise the work of the Lord's temple. These men paid the workers who repaired and restored the temple. They also gave money to the carpenters and builders uh, to purchase dressed stone and timber for joists and beams and buildings that the kings of Judah had allowed to fall into ruin. So I guess this temple is like 150 years old, kind of like the Bellagio. It doesn't have its newest screens and it's a bit run down so Josiah takes on the project of restoring the temple and you know whenever somebody restores the temple of God they're going to be treated nice in the book because that's the nicest thing you can do is build God a house even though God said he liked tents better and Solomon didn't he said don't build me the temple and then he's like all right it's a pretty sweet temple you know what you were right I was wrong I rarely say that as God uh, the you know what's weird about that? Is what's that, that? Is that God knew he was going to say no. It's so dumb. He knew he was going to be like, I like tents better. And then he knew he was going to like the temple better once it was finished. He knew that already. <laughs> so he just went through the motions. The men did the work faithfully. It's weird to know the future of things you're directly involved in. It's so stupid. And still do it. It makes no fucking sense. Their whole thing makes no fucking sense. Why, why pray at all if God has a plan? 
you're just gonna run, come over and fuck up God's plan with your prayers? Well, if you or don't, he knew you were gonna pray? Yeah. And you still need to pray? Yeah. That's you're so, actually compelled to. So he he makes you pray for something, and then why doesn't he answer some prayers? Why do some people die and other people's get healed? Well, he knew that ahead of time too. So the whole thing is a giant fucking fuck around. It's a waste of everyone's time. Then I just don't do anything, and God knew he blotted my name from the book of life. But it's your choice, Kyle. No, he bestows a lot of gifts upon you still. In what sense? The hotel room in Vegas. Oh, yeah, that was, thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus. That was God's hotel room. It's God's hotel room. The point um, I'm trying to your make, trip Kyle, to, Your trip to Portugal? Is he knows everything that's going to happen, like you're saying. Yeah, so he knows so you're So why gonna, do anything? You, he knows you're going to blaspheme him, yet he still bestows these gifts. Which is insane because blasphemers should be put to death. Yeah, but he changes his rules all the time, you know. The, so, verse twelve: the men did the work. I, I think if you read the this book objectively, your parents are right that if you just do say sorry, he might just he kind of just does whatever the fuck he wants. There is a fucking Kia Soul what towing the fuck a fucking is that? Prius. Why? And it had graffiti all over it. That it looked like the back one was fucked up, dude. It w- yeah, it was totally fucked up. He was fooling, He was towing a, like a totaled car with a Kia Soul. A Kia Soul is like a s- little hatchback. I don't. I didn't know they could tow another car. All right, the men did the work faithfully. I mean, it can't. It has the hazards on it. He's going sixty kilometers an hour on the fucking highway. The men did the work faithfully. Over them. Over them to direct them were Jathan and Obadiah, Levites descended from Mariah, and Zechariah and Meshulam descended from Kohath. The, Le- the, the, the Levites, who were all skilled in playing musical instruments, had charge of the laborers and supervised all the workers from job to job. Some of the Levites were secretaries, scribes, and doorkeepers. Could you imagine building a house or a fucking temple and the, ban- the house band is in charge of the building? And they're telling the like construction workers and carpenters what the fuck to do. Yeah, it'd be like the comedian in charge of the comedy club. Doesn't that seem? Oh, we went to the comedy store on Wednesday. Um, we talked about yeah. that on the other podcast, though. We saw Polly Shore. It was pretty sweet. Um, the Levites, who were all skilled musical instruments, had charge of the labors. Okay. The book of the law found while they were bringing out the money. This is interesting, Kyle. While they were bringing out the money that had been taken into the temple of the Lord, Hilkiah, the priest, found the book of the law of the Lord that had been given to Moses. So they, holy shit, this is kind of like a Joseph Smith fucking Book of Mormon thing. They're like, we found the law given to Moses. It was in here the whole time. They found the law? Like the Ten Commandments? Basically, yeah, the Ten Commandments. Like what we already read, the book of Exodus, Genesis, Leviticus, Numbers, those laws, all the like... Don't shave the corners of your beard. Do not get tattoos. If a woman gets raped and she doesn't scream loud enough, she's guilty. Put her to death. All that shit. It's the same. That's I. That's like that's like a girl not taking your last name when you get married too. I, it's, <laughs> if she's getting raped and and and, cu- and making cum noises, I'm gonna have a problem with that. You know. <laughs> okay. So they found this book. Uh, would, you, would you really? Let's. Like you're you're fucking. Your your wife, your daughter, is getting raped. Horrible thing to happen. Would you really Would you really be cooler if she was like, oh, uh, oh my god, what? Of course not, Mikhail. What the fuck kind of a question is that? <laughs> so you want her to scream? I'm just saying. 
<laughs> the Bible, it's not an insane position to take. <laughs> yes, it is. It is insane for the very reason that lots of times no one intervenes anyways. How about those mur- those that brutal rape and murder in New York where everyone heard it and no one called it in? She was screaming pretty loud. Yeah, saying so she's not going to hell. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Let's go to heaven, beautiful angel. Up in heaven right now. Verse 15, Hilkiah said to the Shaphan, shaf- the secretary, I have found the book of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. He gave it to Shaphan. Then Shaphan took the book to the king and reported That's to That's the him. second vehicle I've seen with a rack on the back with just a cooler on it. Like a full rack on the back of a car with a small Nobody cooler. Nobody gives a shit, Kyle. Isn't Nobody that weird? Uh, we used to have one of those on our truck. It feels like they have it there just because it exists. They're like, well, we have it. Yeah, put we the We better put it. something on it. Dude, my dad loved that thing. He called it his back rig. We got the back rig, and it would fold up and down, and yeah. he would load that. We'd had an expedition. To the top, I bet. Yeah, to the top with a roof rack, set, uh, five kids, a nanny, so six, pe- eight people in the- In the same car? Yeah. What was it? Ford Expedition. Oh, okay. Those are pretty big. Back rack, roof rack, all, everyone's luggage, and a whole moving bookstore. Tapes, CDs, everything. And we loaded that thing up to the tip top and drove down the fucking I-5. How much of that does he have left? A lot. A lot. is. I threw a whole van's worth. I threw a whole van's worth of shit. Tapes. Cassette tapes. Prayers Hon- in the desert. Honestly? And my dad was so angry. Tapes are coming back. No, they're not. They are. They're not coming back. No, they are. There's okay. There's douchebag nostalgia fucking losers that want them. They're not coming back in any sense. They're not practical. They don't hoard. They don't record better. They're, well, people people like impracticality. So, they're, but they're not coming back. It's not going to be mainstream ever again. You would have said that about records. I still say it about records. Records they're, have come back, and they're very niche. Records now sell. It's almost like more than CDs. It might be more than CDs for of the first time. Of course. I guess CDs are obsolete, too. So then what? No physical medium? They're dumb. Records are dumb as fuck. I own one. Shadow of a 10 record. Well, you owned a CD first. That's true. I tried to buy a Moon Sorrow record to all the way s- to from To spite fin- the house? Yeah, oh, because my God. It was so funny. They just play their shit-ass records all the time, and I can never go song for song. So I, was gonna, I bought a, what I thought was a Moon Sorrow record. We talked about this. And it, I waited like eight weeks for it to come from Finland. Oh my god, it was beautiful. And, and was you were talking CD. shit about it too. You're like, it's gonna any day now, any day now, and we're going record for record. <laughs> you should have tried to put your CD on the turntable. <sighs> well, at first Emily said, "Oh, you got a mini." Like there are such things as smaller records, I guess. Yeah, forty fives. So she's like, "You got a forty five Then she laughed like her face off. And then I opened it, and it was a CD. And then she laughed all over again, like harder. That's so funny. It was very embarrassing. I thought it was, I thought I got a great deal. So, anyways, I bet you you threw out. I bet you people would want your dad's tapes now. No one wants my. Dad's I bet tapes. you hipsters would want that. Well, you can go dumpster diving in the uh, Kelowna d- uh, dump. They're burned in there somewhere, or they're be in Africa. My dad left a lot in Africa because he thinks that the Africans will like his tapes. I'm like, Dad, they all have phones. They probably just got cassette. So. They, they all have phones in Spotify. Verse 16. Then Shafin took the book and reported it to the him, the king. Your officials are doing everything that has been committed to them. They have paid out the money that was in the temple of the Lord and have entrusted it to the supervisors and workers. Then Shafin, his secretary, informed the king, Hilkiah, the priest, has given me a book. And Shafin read from it, What's in this the presence up here? of this the king. fruit stand or something? 
this is a lookout. A oh, scenic view. There's an umbrella. Usually when someone has an umbrella, they're selling something. That guy's selling uh, lemonade. When the king heard the words of the law... law oh, it was a fruit stand. He tore his robes. He gave orders to Hilkiah, Hakim, son of Shaphan, Abdon, and Micah, Shaphan the secretary, Isaiah and Isaiah the king's attendant, go inquire of the Lord for me, for the remnant of Israel and Judah, about what is written in the book that has been found. Great is the Lord, Lord's anger that is poured out on us because our fathers have not kept the word of the Lord and they have not acted in accordance with all that is written. So this is actually kind of fascinating, Kyle. They're doing repairs of the temple that's been basically turned into a strip club. They had poles in there. <laughs> they were doing sacrifices to other gods. It was a run-down, beat-up strip club. And Josiah... That's a funny take, that all the astral poles are just for strippers. Well, they had temple prostitutes. If you In the temple? Temple prostitutes. They That's what the astral... They, they, that's what they did up there. So, oh my God. Uh, we'll talk about this in a bit. Some Catholic church in France had a pole dancing guy do uh, like a dance for Pride Week or something, like a pole dance. What? To a hymn. Yeah, it's amazing. And the Reddit is flipping the fuck out about it. It's kind of hilarious. What Reddit? Well, uh, the Catholicism subreddit. I'm going to read some comments. How could a church do that? How could they? Uh, well, they have traditional dancers all the time dancing to hymns and stuff. Yeah, so but it's gay a different pole form. dancing? It's not gay. It's just pole dancing. It's a man in uh, with his shirt off and pants. Uh-huh. He's wearing pants. No, thong or pants? Ca- pants, capri pants. Uh, with the buttons on the side? Does he rip them off? Uh, no, but he is uh, absolutely shredded, and he's a very fucking good pole dancer. And, uh, yeah, the church is all... What do you think the amount of straight uh, straight guy, straight pole dancers there are in the world as far as pole dancer, male pole dancers? What do you think the K to straight ratio is on that? I don't. I don't know if there's a single one. There's probably a bunch of bi ones. Yeah. Do you think he's claiming straight? Because uh, I'm saying, how can a Catholic church have a gay fucking pole dancer? Well, well it's like for P- Pride Week, I think. Oh, but so oh yeah, you they're said progressive. That. I don't. How the fuck does that make I any sense? Well, it doesn't. Here's the thing: the book says it's disallowed, but society and culture says you guys are bigots. So there's a lot of churches trying to toe the line. Of we're not bigots. God loves everyone. That's not towing the line. What do you mean? That's fucking. It's just a dance, Kyle. There's nothing gay about pole dancing. It's just a dance. That's their that's their take. Okay, but then why choose that for Pride Week? To encourage the homos to come back to the Lord so that they don't burn in hellfire. Okay, so they would. It's like uh, it's like bait. They're baiting them. So they get all the fags in one room because they got a gay pole dancer, right? A very attractive man pole yeah. dancing. I can't stress that enough how attractive this dude is. So they, they get them all in. They're like, we'll try church again. And then they then they get them with the burn in hell. You're going to go to hell. You're a sinner. Come I don't know. Lo- I think. Come back to the Lord. Okay, Let, let is, us save your soul. Well, this is pure speculation. I watched a two-minute video. The vibe yeah. I got from the That's video. That's all it took you? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's to a completion. Um, then I was out of the contest. Uh, the vibe I got from the video was that they're a progressive church that basically tolerates or. Do you know what the most progressive church is? Church of Satan. No, just one that eventually goes. Yeah, God's not doesn't exist. 
Like if you if you keep on church anymore, it's not church right now. If you're not following the rules of the book, what what the fuck is church? Well, you can say so. Every that's our point every time is that nobody's following the Bible exactly. So, but I mean, if you keep on that track and you go, okay, if we're gonna base our morality on society and not the actual book, and we go, gay people should be allowed in, sure. Trans people, sure. Uh, maybe you can wear different fabrics. Maybe women are allowed to have their face not covered. Maybe yeah. So the maybe most when ext- maybe when God said this, he didn't mean it. Maybe God is forgiving. Maybe God doesn't exist. That that is just the final thing. Okay, that's the most progressive church. Is just uh, eventually the it of comes God to that, exist. Kyle. And you're totally right. Women are not allowed to speak in church. They should cover their heads. They shouldn't wear jewelry or pants. That's all in the New Testament. And I bring this up to my mom all the time. But they go, and then she points out that uh, Deborah and blah, 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 blah. And they go in these circular arguments. But the fact is, the book says they can't do it. And, but society has moved on. The church is, like, the society has moved on, and they, they just live with it now. And that's the thing. And now there's, gay, like, uh, you know, gay people are basically accepted in most Western societies now. And the church is getting such amount of shit from let's say, I don't want to say those, like, from, I guess, most people who are open-minded that are like, what the fuck is your problem? Then the hardcores go back to the book and, like, we need to burn fags. Like, that's really, like, yeah. there's... But they but they still don't follow the rest of they the rules. They don't follow... That's the point. Everyone's picking and choosing. So yeah. that's what we're all doing here. So it's not that big... It's one more It's one more stretch to be like, hey, we've already been picking and choosing this whole time. Why don't we... It's really not that big of a deal, societally. We don't need yeah, warriors. There's, there's only the reason they had those is so you need to make people, right? So homosexuals didn't make people that they... You think that's the reason? That's the that's the sociological reason it's existed in every culture, uh, home like a taboo on homophobia, and it was like make more soldiers, make more people who can work in the fields. That's all we need is more people, so we're banning it. And then they called it a sin, like which know, is essential. Like so, th- they have always known how good butt pussy is, and they're like, we got to put some laws in place. Yeah, so people stop doing this. <laughs> and Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. But the the thing is, um, like. The word sin, so laws are, you know, you break a law, you're a criminal, you go to jail. But a sin is, like, worse than laws, right? Sin is, like, a, sin, a crime against God. So it's a made-up nonsense word, and then once it's a sin, and then for some reason, some sins are worse than others. They should all be the same, right? Murder yeah. is, I guess, the same. You've, you've sinned against God in all the... So if you murder, it's the same as having butt sex which is the same as wearing pants if you're a woman. That's how the Bible fucking I think reads. the world would be a better place if women didn't wear pants. <laughs> you, I firmly believe that. That's the problem. I love a skirt. Every girl looks better in a skirt. Um, Every single one. How about those, uh, those, there's a lot, all those preachers on the street in Vegas that I had to steer you away from. Do you remember all that? I don't, re- I would have fucking definitely talked to a preacher. No, you did. What'd I say? You don't remember this at all? I don't remember the preacher. I thought I remembered most of everything. Uh, you kept on saying you weren't blackout, and I was like, you're not going to remember this. And you're I, like, and I you're remember like, you saying I, like, that I a should, bunch. I should do something crazy. Yeah, you remember some of it. Yeah. Like, I should do something crazy. But there was all these preachers everywhere repenting against your sins and all this stuff, handing out little flyers. And uh, you kept on screaming at them as we were walking by, and you wanted to go up to them. I kept on steering you away, and then you'd be like, thanks for steering me away. I was about to lose it. That happened like four times. What did I yell at him though? Um, you yelled at the crystal lady. Oh, 
Do you remember? Oh, them? yeah. We were just walking by, and I was like, yeah. crystals aren't real or something no, like that. No, you screamed them. Why don't you pick your own numbers? Yeah. Why aren't you a millionaire? I didn't scream. Yeah. I said, why don't you pick? Well, because they're psychics picking numbers what do you mean for you people. Did, you, didn't, you don't think you screamed? You screamed like you did at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, l- well, I needed them to hear me. I said, pick your own numbers. Why don't you go in there and be a I millionaire? I like your version of how you deal with, interact in society versus no, reality. No, because you fucking make me look bad to be funny on the podcast. That's what happens all I mean, the time. sure. You exaggerate for comic effect, yes. and I don't want everyone to think I went up yes, to a lady's face and now. screamed at her face. Oh, not, well, five, I was five feet away. No, we were, she was across the whole sidewalk, and I was like, pick your own numbers. Why aren't you no, a you, millionaire? you screamed. Like, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is, one one guy you went up to, you might remember this once I say it, you started arguing with him, and then he was like, dude, I'm just trying to make a buck. It had nothing. He didn't believe anything he was doing. That's hilarious. He was just like, I'm just, I don't know how he's trying to make a buck, and then you were like, ah, they're probably picking numbers for people and stuff. But, but uh, yeah, he's like, I'm just trying to make a buck. Dude. There was a whole street of psychics and witchcraft. All those and people. a lot of preachers. A lot of preachers. Like, not preachers, but a lot of people preaching about God in a non... Uh, Kyle, you, don't, you didn't grow up in church. There's people who grow up in church that consider Las Vegas Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. And it's the reason the United States is going to fall. Like, literally. So he, those preachers are... Yeah, but how, that's what I thought they, until you went up to one of them and he said, Dude, I'm just trying to make a buck and didn't believe anything he was fucking saying. I, a preacher said that? Yeah, one of the guys... Yeah, but was it a preacher or was it a guy, a psychic? One of the guys preaching. Because it's different. A preacher. One of the guys preaching. There was groups of them. And he's trying to make money. There's one group of like five people. Yeah. I don't know how they would make money. That's what I said. I think the people yesterday are trying to... There's people that are genuinely trying to save America and the world. Well, these, these people were not. Maybe they were getting paid to be there. By which church? I don't know. That's like hell as do I know? crazy as IHOP. In what world would he ever say, I'm just here to make a buck if he didn't, if he actually believed what he was saying? Yeah, I, he wouldn't. That's what makes me believe that it wasn't a Christian preacher and it, it was. was a psychic we walked by a group of them. It wasn't I don't a psychic. think you know what you're talking about. That's what I think. You don't even remember this. Yeah, that's, that's why I, it can't be that he was a Christian 100% guy. 100%. It was, a buck. it was the guys handing out the Christian flyers. Okay, well. That's all we know about that. We'll never get to the bottom of it. Uh, where were we? We were reading about the book of the law. So the king heard the words of the law. So, oh yeah. So the, the fucking temple's in disrepair. They repair it. In finding it, they find the old book. He, they read it to King Josiah, who's like 16 years old at this point, And he's like, fuck. Same reaction that they, all the other guys had. Like, we fucked up. Like, everybody's not doing this. And he's like, great is the Lord's anger. It's this whole thing all over again. So Josiah's going to fix it. And that's the danger, by the way, of the book. As we always say this. But the, the Bible is so nefarious and insidious because there's always going to be some fundamentalist that says we need to get back to the Bible. The reason things are bad is because we're not living biblically. Well, And then they actually... Ex- become that extreme and follow it they're right and it's though. a terrible society if god exists and he wrote this book yeah you should be following it they uh, you should be and no christians follow it at all I, I haven't met one single christian that follows it to its entirety dude we can shoot a machine gun there's a guy that did a great uh it look it just says last stop machine monster gun trucks. monster trucks ruckus la- ruckus range 
Uh, what was I just saying though, Kyle? The fundamental they'll always go back to the book, but yeah. I've never, oh, there was a guy that did a documentary um, where he lived biblically for a year. He followed every single Bible rule for a year. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He made a, a documentary about it. So like some of the stuff was really hard to do because he had to treat, do the Sabbath and shit and he couldn't like mix his fabrics and like couldn't shave the corners of his beard. He's like, I don't know what that means. So I just didn't shave any of my beard. I guess all of your beard is corners. I think it's the, well, that today, wow, today, today, those prayer locks that they have hanging down the side of their heads. Well, that's their interpretation of it, but what the fuck is a corner? I think it would be the sides. Like, I think they're all supposed to have, like, sideburns. Anytime it switches direction is a corner. Right? So the bottom would be a corner. Your chin. Okay, where were we here? Going, so... Decides like fuck. We got to get back on board here. Hilkia and those uh, the king had sent with him went to speak to the prophetess Hulda, who was the wife of Shalom, son of Tokath, son of Hasra, the keeper of the wardrobe. The keeper of the wardrobe. She lived in a, in Jerusalem in the second district. Yeah, she controls all the fabrics that you're not allowed to no, wear. No, she's the wife of the guy that controls the wardrobe. Oh, okay. Women don't have important she's the jobs. Keeper of it. <laughs> so he's the one that wrote in the Bible what fabrics you're allowed to wear and what you're not. No, that's already been written down. Dude, Chevron is I the worst gas station in the United States. Four ninety nine here, a block back that way, it was three sixty nine. That's crazy. how is there that big of a discrepancy? I have no idea, but Chevron is always the most expensive around here. Um, Hilkia. Okay, so she said to them, "This is the prophetess. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Tell the man who sent you to me." This is what the Lord says. Oh, my God. Just say it already. What did he say? She said to them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Tell the man who sent you, this is what the Lord says. They said that fucking four fucking times. What does he say? I am going to bring disaster on this place and its people. All the curses written in this book that had been read in the presence of the king of Judah because they have forsaken me and burned incense to other gods and provoked me to anger by all that their hands have made. My anger will be poured out on this place and will not be quenched. Tell the king of Judah who sent you to inquire of the Lord, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Concerning the words you heard, because your heart was responsive and you humbled yourself before God when you heard what he spoke against this place and its people, And because you humbled yourself before me and tore your robes and wept in my presence, I have heard you, declares the Lord. So I was going to fuck you up, but I love it when you rip your shirt off. It wasn't his favorite robe. He just ripped it off. Oh, that's why the pole makes sense, though. Yeah. He loves it when you rip your shirt off. So He does love it. He wants you to be sad. Not your pants, though. When, When you're sad... God wants you to really show it, like put ashes in your head and dirt in your mouth and drip your clothes and be like, I'm so sad. I am so sorry. How about now that a shirt's like five bucks instead of like your entire existence, you know? Uh, like material was hard to come by back in the day. Now I will gather you to your fathers and you will be buried in peace. So I, that sounds like a death threat or you're going to have a long life and at the end you'll be. I mean, that sounds nice. So they took her answer back to the king. Then the king called together all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. He went up to the temple of the Lord with the men of Judah. 
uh, the people of Jerusalem, the priests and, and the Levites, all from the people from least to greatest. He read in their hearing. He read in their hearing. Oh, so they could hear him. He read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant, which had been found in the temple of the Lord. The king stood by his pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence. Of, so now we have the covenants back on, dude. Covenant, the sacred thing that God doesn't break, that he breaks sometimes. It's back on. Uh, to follow all and keep the Lord's commands, regulations, and decrees with all his heart and with all his soul and to obey the words of the covenant written in this book. Then he had everyone in Jerusalem and Benjamin pledge themselves to do it. The people of Jerusalem did this in accordance to the covenant of God, the God of their fathers. Josiah removed all the detestable idols and all the territory belonging to the Israelites, and he had all who were present in Israel serve the Lord their God. As, the, as long as he lived, they did not fail to follow the Lord, the God of their fathers. Isn't that nice? It's nice. Guess what he does next? Josiah celebrated Passover to the Lord of Jerusalem. Do you remember what Passover is, Kyle? It's when uh, all the Jews were spared from the baby murdering that was about to come down from the angel of death. Because they smeared a bunch of blood on their door. That's it. And the angel of death passed over. I'm yeah. very proud of you. So that is like a pagan. Tr try telling Christian that's a pagan blood ritual and they'll lose their fucking minds. And you're like, hang on. What was happening? Uh, all the firstborn of every human and animal was dying and you, you put blood on your door and then it didn't happen. And that's not a blood ritual sacrifice. It actually kind of sounds like it signifies if, oh, don't worry. We already killed something. Yeah, the God, yeah. Yahweh wants blood. He wants the blood of the lamb. The blood of the lamb to be slain is Jesus Christ. He wanted thousands of animals killed all the time. Not a good dude. So Josiah celebrated Passover to the Lord, and the Passover the lamb and the Passover lamb was slaughtered on the fourteenth day of the first month. He appointed the priests to their duties and encouraged them in the service of the Lord's temple. He said to all the Levites, or said to the Levites, who instructed all Israel and who had been con consecrated to the Lord. You know what that means? No. Consecrated means they were ritually purified. So I don't exactly know what that means, but they had to wear the robes. They had to wash. They had to do all that shit. Uh, put the sacred ark in the temple that Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, built. It is not to be carried about on your shoulders. Now serve the Lord your God and the people of Israel prepare yourselves by families in your divisions according to the directions written by David king of Israel and by his son Solomon stand in the holy place with a group of Levites for each subdivision of families of your fellow countrymen uh, the lay people slaughter the Passover lambs so everyone has to kill their own consecrate yourselves and prepare the lambs for your fellow countrymen doing what the Lord commanded through Moses Josiah provided for all the lay people who were there. A total of, what do you think, how many sheep do you think he's provided for the? Uh, 400. 30,000. Ooh, that's a lot. 30,000 sheep. A massacre, if you will. I mean, or a great fucking barbecue. So there has to be like, <laughs> like we talked about that before, but there has to be, what, 150,000 people for that to make any amount of sense? Yeah, it seems outrageous, but we just basically... Because if you ever had a leg of lamb, you know how much fucking food that is? Yeah, that feeds like a wedding. Yeah, a leg of lamb feeds a family. <laughs> so, th okay, there's 500,000 people to eat that much sheep? Uh, uh, 
basically it's pointing out how good of a guy Josiah is because the lay people or peasants didn't have lambs. So he provided 30,000 for them to kill. So they don't get murdered by the angel of death. Uh, they just celebrate what happens, when that happened. What happens the angel of death isn't coming every time. That's not, not what's going on here. It came the one time, and they're like, that was dope. Thank God that that happened, and uh, we're going to celebrate that. Oh, well, I thought they were putting a protection spell on every year. No. What is going on here? With what? I don't know. These fucking shacks in the desert. Doesn't look like a town. It's too dispersed. Okay. I don't know what's over there. The thing is that this is not interesting to anybody who's listening to this because they can't see what the fuck we're talking about. It looks like a scattered trailer park. This must be some kind of town. So There's like these shithole fucking just places before Vegas and after Vegas that just look like they're, middle, they're in the middle of nowhere. They have casinos and stuff. Uh, his officials... Oh, whoops. So 30 it's like someone ran a power line and everyone was like, fuck it, good enough. 30,000 sheep and goats for the Passover offerings. He also provided 3,000 cattle, all from the king's own possessions. The king's own possessions, you say? Where did he get those? Oh, from other people. His officials also contributed voluntarily to the people of, and the priests and the Levites. Hilkiah, Zechariah, and Jehiel, the administrators of God's temple, gave the priests 2,600 Passover offerings and 300 cattle. Also, Kenoia, along with Shemaiah and Nathaniel, his brothers, and Hashiba and Jehiel and Josabad, the leaders of the Levites. Josabad's kind of a cool name. Um, Not bad. Josabad. Uh, provided 5,000 Passover rings and 500 head of cattle for the Levites. This is a huge fucking barbecue. So the service was arranged, and the priests stood in their places with the Levites in their divisions as the king had ordered. The Passover lambs were slaughtered, and the priests sprinkled, sprinkled the blood handed to them. Well, so they're cutting the necks of these things. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the kosher way. You cut the neck and you bleed it out, and they would bleed it into these bowls, and then the priests would put blood on their fingers and sprinkle it on the people. And that's God likes that for some reason. And I think that they should start doing that in church, bringing fucking uh, of blood. animals up to the front, yeah, slicing their necks. And then, well, you don't have to do that. Paul said you don't have to do that anymore because of Jesus. But Jesus was a real bloody sacrifice. I, w I hope there was somebody there, like, catching the blood that when the soldiers stabbed him in the side. And uh, he was sprinkling <laughs> that on people. Uh, so they, they sprinkled the blood while the Levites skinned the animals. They set aside the burnt offerings to give them to the subdivisions of families as the people... Uh, of the uh, Jesus subdivisions of the families of the people to offer to the Lord as is written in the book of Moses they did the same with the cattle they roasted the Passover animals over the fire as prescribed and boiled the holy offerings in pots and cauldrons and pans and served them quickly to all the people after this they made preparations for themselves and for the priests because the priests descendants of Aaron were sacrificed sacrificing the burnt offerings and the fat portions until nightfall so they literally had an all-day barbecue and there were so much sacrifices that uh those those brothers jaheel and joseph and nathaniel they were doing shit they had to make the priest dinner because the priests were too busy burning other shit uh the magis the musicians were there uh the descendants of asaph were in the places prescribed by david and a asaph haman and jethudim 
Jets, Jethudum, Jeduthun, the king's seer. The gatekeepers at each gate did not need to leave their posts because their fellow Levites made preparations for them. That sucks. They had to work, but they got food brought to work at least. So at like the a good girlfriend. At the time, the entire service of the Lord was carried out of the celebration of the Passover and the offerings of burnt offerings on the altar of the Lord. King Josiah, as King Josiah had ordered. The Israelites who were present celebrated the Passover at that time and observed the Feast of Unleavened Bread for seven days. The Passover had not been observed like this in Israel since the days of the prophet Samuel. Ooh, wow. And none of the kings of Israel had ever celebrated such a Passover as did Josiah. With the priests and I Levites... I bet you the people celebrated harder when their kids didn't die. Um, well, since then, no one's had a better party, it says. And no one, and none of the kings of Israel had ever celebrated such a pa- Passover as did Josiah with the priests, the Levites, and all Judah and Israel who were there with the people of Jerusalem. This Passover was celebrated in the 18th year of Josiah's reign, the death of Josiah. After all this, when Josiah had set the temple in order, Necho, king of Egypt, went up to fight at Carchemish in the Euphrates, and Josiah marched, marched out to meet him in battle. But Necho sent messengers to him, saying, What quarrel is there between you and me? O king of Judah, it is not you I am attacking at this time, but the house, uh, the house with which I am at war, God has told me to hurry, so stop opposing God who is with me, or he will destroy you. So God is with Egypt in this story. Uh, Josiah, however, would not turn away from him, but disguised himself to engage him in battle. He would not listen to what, to what Nico had said at God's command, but went over to fight him at Megiddo. This is, this is outrageous. Uh, Egypt Why? is on What's the wall. outrageous? So Egypt has an army, and they're coming up near Israel. Josiah marches out to meet them. Nico, king of Egypt, says, hey, buddy, your God's on my side right now. Don't fight me. Josiah's like, that sounds like bullshit, disguises himself, and goes and meets him. Archer shot King Josiah, and he told his officers, take me away. I am badly wounded. So he sneaks up, gets shot by archers immediately. And he's like, oh, fuck, God is on their side. Imagine that. Imagine God being on the side of the Egyptians. Why? What is happening here? Obviously, that's just how they explain away when their king dies. God's not with them. That's what they say every time. But the the th- the premise is flimsy as shit. Josiah, okay, he um, badly went. So they took him out in his chariot. They put him in the other chariot he had brought and brought him to Israel, or sorry, Jerusalem, where he died. He was buried in the tombs of his fathers, and all Judah and Jerusalem mourned for him. Jeremiah composed laments for Josiah, and to this day, the men and women singers commemorate Josiah in in these laments. These became a tradition in Israel and are written in the the laments. Uh, We already read the Book of Lamentations, I believe. Didn't we? No. I don't know. I don't don't remember it. It's coming up. The Book of Lamentations, it's just a bunch of sad Jew poems, man. They're just so sad. Remember all the times they got destroyed by God? They should be sad. Yeah. They write them over constantly. They write sad songs about it. The other events of Josiah's reign and his acts of devotion according to what is written in the law of the Lord, all these events from beginning to end are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah and the people of, which we already read, and the people of the land took Jehoaz, son of Josiah, and made him king of Jerusalem in the place of his father. Then we have Jehoaz. We got five six more kings but they all just get a paragraph and then we're out of chronicles and into ezra there we go one of the great prophets did you learn anything today kyle absolutely nothing absolutely nothing and well thanks for listening dipshits 
Uh, we are documenting this trip with uh, shorter tour guide podcasts once a week. Those are up on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Beaters, find those. Also, uh, go to the Instagram, Bible Beaters on Instagram, and you'll see some some a little bit of content on ta- there, Yeah, ta- ta- Spread the fucking shit. Spread the word, the non-word of the Lord, and skip church. All right, see ya.